Hey everyone, it's March 28th, and we are looking back at the NCAA tournament. I did not post after the Sweet 16, so I wasn't able to get my Elite 8 picks in, but today we're going to go over the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 together, and then talk about this awesome Final Four that we're going to have uh, with the Blue Bloods, UNC and Duke going against each other, and then Kansas and Villanova. I mean, this is basically the top basketball teams of the past decade all playing Kansas having not won a championship but having been so dominant making it into the 2012 championship and then losing to Kentucky this is a really really good matchup awesome teams in the final four with really good histories all amazing coaches so this will be a very fun fun time going forward but let's look back a little bit if you can recall from a week ago the sweet 16 looking back at my picks we did really really well I ended up hitting eight seventy eight percent so if you follow my picks, that's great. Uh, things I was wrong about first. We'll go with the hand up takes. I was wrong about Texas Tech and Duke. Texas Tech was winning for a lot of that game. They looked like they were going to win. And they just got outpaced at the end. And Duke came out with the stronger stamina and was able to win in those last few minutes. Um, so I was wrong about Duke in that sense. I still think Texas Tech was the better team. It's unfortunate to see them lose the way they did. But Duke's playing with a lot of fire. And, you know, obviously Coach K has those guys ready to go all the time. So uh, the next game uh, that I was wrong about was uh, Purdue and St. Peter's. I thought Purdue was going to win by 20 points. Obviously, that didn't happen. Um, St. Peter's kept it very close and was able to come out at the end. Um, very interesting game to watch. Not the best, not the most entertaining, but definitely an interesting Sweet 16 game. And those were really the only two games that went poorly, uh, if you were listening to the podcast last time, uh, from my takes. The rest of them are all fairly good takes. We did really, really well. Starting off with the Gonzaga-Arkansas, I had Arkansas money line. They were 9.5-point underdogs. Really got a good good value on that. And then also had Arkansas-Gonzaga under. I said this game was going to be defense, 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 and that Gonzaga wouldn't score more than 70 points. They end up scoring 68 so really good game there. Uh, Gonzaga really really flexing their muscles. Um, I was right about UNC winning against UCLA. I thought that they were gonna it was gonna be a close game all throughout, and it was. You know the line seemed fairly fairly right with UCLA favored by two and a half points, but I think that North Carolina is just they found something after beating Baylor. I think that that was really seen. So great on North Carolina. The Iowa State Miami game was a good game in the sense that. It was all about the U, and the U just demolished Iowa State. That game was never even close. Kansas and Providence. Providence kept it close there. Um, I had Providence plus 7.5. They end up keeping it within 5, so got a good value there. The Villanova-Michigan game. Villanova wins uh, by seven, or by 8. I had Villanova minus 5, so I didn't think Michigan was going to be all that good against Villanova's strong defense. It's always been about defense for Villanova. Um, and they've they've really shown that in this later later half of the tournament. And Villanova is a really really good team overall. I still don't think that they're championship contenders. I don't think they're of that quality. But they've really played pl- played well in this last this last half. And then I had Arizona losing to Houston outright, so I had the Houston money line underdog as well. Really good week in the Sweet 16. 78 percent. Really loved watching all those games. And then the Elite Eight came in. And if you interacted with me at all, if you sent me a message, uh, there were a few people that did. I gave you some winners for the Elite Eight. Um, I was watching all those games, just like I have been the whole tournament. Had UNC winning by 
double digits, which they ended up doing against St. Peter's, ending the St. Peter's run. It just wasn't likely. UNC is a much better team in terms of discipline. Um, they've got you know phenomenal coaching that really helped them throughout this game. And even on a on all all that aside, St. Peter's was due for a bad game. They were due for a bad game because they're scoring way more than they have been in their conference even. And you know you get seventy points against Murray State, sixty seven against Purdue. You're saying now that they have to hold Carolina to less than 70 points, which they did. They held them to 69, but their offense just wasn't going to be able to, to to match that. So they scored 49 points here, just awful shooting. They were they were bound to to lose their luck, their luster at some point. And um, you know, if you texted me or or messaged me, then you got that free pick uh, pretty easy. And then also the under. Um, which was a fairly easy call as well. So these other games that were interesting, the Arkansas-Duke game, Duke controlled the whole time. It really, you know, they, they've shaped up. They're looking much better. Their championship abilities are, are a lot less laughable than they were towards the beginning of the tournament. That said, looking ahead, I don't think that they're going to win still. And the same goes for Villanova that beat Houston. Houston just shot awful. I mean, Houston scored 44 points. I don't know how much of that's attributed to Villanova's offense or defense, but I think Villanova, you know, Houston just had a bad night. Villanova was able to capitalize on that. Houston was still a very physical team, held Villanova to 50 points. So I, I definitely think that um, Villanova is going to have some troubles when they go up against a good defense. Speaking of good defenses, Kansas and Miami, sadly, the use end runs there, even though like I said before, the ACC has always been in, in this year's or in this season the the most slept on. The ACC has been historically one of the best conferences, and then all of a sudden, people think in one year that the ACC can just go away. Well, it doesn't really work like that. And having three out of the eight teams be ACC in the Elite Eight, and then having uh, you know two out of four be ACC in the in the Final Four really shows you something. Um, and it says that you know the ACC is a good conference, that these teams were really good. Miami should have been ranked during the season. I've been saying that since day one. And Kansas was able to come out on top in this game, even though they were trailing at the half. They were down six points at the half. I think it was like 35-29. And Miami just fails to score. They're, the, the, I mean, their second half is one of the worst second halves of college basketball probably ever recorded in the tournament history. They, they really, really shat the bed. So um, unfortunate for the U. They looked really good. They could have beaten Kansas. I think that they we, we've seen some of Kansas's flaws. A lot of those are the same flaws that I would have predicted Iowa to beat them with if Iowa were to keep were to have kept going in the tournament. Obviously, that wasn't the case. So we have Kansas versus Villanova in the Final Four. So let's look at some of these Final Four uh, games with the lines. I I definitely think that this will, this will be one of the best Final Four matchups of all time. I, I'm going to call that now. I think that this is going to be a very interesting Final Four having Duke and North Carolina, who've never played each other in the tournament. And having that big of a rivalry in the Final Four is already leading to massive headlines and you know a slugfest, probably. This could be one of the best games that we've ever seen in a recent Final Four. There's a lot of expectation there. Now, given that I've said that, it's probably going to be the worst Final Four we've ever seen. But... With these matchups, you'd expect there to be a really, really good both Final Four and Final uh, Championship round. So it'll be interesting to see. I may or may not be there waiting to see on some plans if they can go through. So I may be at the Final Four and watching these games live, but we will see. I have UNC beating Duke. 
Duke is favored by four points. I think UNC is the better team. I think that they're better coached, better disciplined. I think Duke, even though they've been playing really well, cannot rely on guys like A.J. Griffin, who's just going to get locked down by Leaky Black. I mean, they have not that great of a defense, so North Carolina scores a lot of points here. And North Carolina does have a good defense, and they can hold Duke to less than you know, 70, 80 points. So I'm going to give it to North Carolina. I think they're strong. The line has me a little worried. I think Duke being favored by four is, I, I don't want to say generous to North Carolina, because North Carolina has deserved it. And, you know, as a UNC fan, you know, we beat Duke, you know, a month ago. So I, I still think, though, that this is this is a lot like the Alabama-Georgia you know, college football championship, in my opinion, where UNC here is the Alabama and Duke here is the Georgia. Georgia is was somehow favored in, in that, even though Alabama had killed them earlier in the SEC championship, and then Georgia ends up winning. I'm afraid this is exactly what's going to happen with Duke. This line doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But that said, I still think North Carolina is a better team. I'm going to take North Carolina. I think a lot of people are, are saying, oh, Duke has found it. Duke has you know, finally got their pieces together. This is going to be the Coach K last season. I just don't see it still because even though they won those last two games, they didn't really look all that impressive. I mean, almost lost to Michigan State. If they didn't make a 16-5 to run against Michigan State, they lose that game. Almost lost to Texas Tech. Um, have they just been really sliding by, whereas North Carolina has been, you know, they dominate Baylor. Obviously, that game goes to overtime, but that's some bullshit foul calls and, and, and you know, poor refing. The UCLA game, they end up winning by seven. They looked fairly solid that game, even though that was a very close game back and forth the whole time. And then they dominate St. Peter's. I think that North Carolina has shown they can dominate. And they can keep the game under control. They can not blow leads. I, I just have more confidence in this North Carolina team. I think that they're they're a team of destiny here. I'd love to see an eight seed um, make it to the final like Villanova did um, in the past. So I, I think they're the winner here. As for the Villanova-Kansas game, this line makes absolutely no sense to me. Um, Villanova, obviously, their big man injured. Um, you would think that Kansas would be favored by more than just four and a half points. I'm very skeptical with the way that this line is, that Villanova is going to somehow pull this one out of their butts. I'm going to go with Villanova plus five, plus four and a half. I think everybody is going to be on Kansas, especially after these injuries and the fact that Kansas has been blowing teams out. You know, Kansas is obviously, you know, one seed. They've got history past. They are fantastic. But Villanova has has really shown in this tournament that They've been good on defense, they can play competitively, and they can at least keep the game close. So I'm going to go with Villanova plus four and a half here. I just don't see, I just don't see this line making any sense. This line's begging you to take Kansas. For that reason, I'm going to take Villanova and, and try to play the opposite side here. So North Carolina and Villanova, does Villanova win? Probably not. But if I'm going to take them four and a half, spreads don't matter. I'm going to take Villanova winning this. I'm going to have North Carolina-Villanova rematch of the 2016 final. And that is who my uh, final four prediction would be. And then North Carolina winning it all, of course, because you know I'm going to be biased in that sense. But not too much else to say. These are the only you know real matchups to talk about. 
Uh, I figured I was going to do a little bit of analysis on who out of the remaining champions has the best odds. Uh, the odds right now are Duke plus 155, Kansas plus 185, Villanova plus 450, and North Carolina plus 500. I think you're getting value with North Carolina plus 500. That that seems very uh, disrespectful, honestly, to the North Carolina team to have Duke favored that much in the championship title odds, but then not favored in the game that much. So that either confuses me in terms of there's a there's a hedging you can do here where you take Duke plus 155 to win the whole thing and then take North Carolina money line just because whoever is going to win that side is, I'm assuming, more likely to win against Villanova or Kansas. That would be my pick. So if you're looking for a value play to make, then take the Duke plus 155 championship odds along with North Carolina money line uh, for the final four matchup with Duke. So those would be... That would, be, that would be one good hedging strategy. The other hedging strategy would be to have Duke plus 150, or have Duke minus four against UNC and then have uh, North Carolina winning the whole thing. Because if North Carolina beats Duke, I, I truly believe that they would beat whoever it is, Villanova or Kansas in the final. I mean, I think the ACC is better than the, the Big East and, and the Big 12. I've thought that from the start. And those teams, Kansas and, and Villanova, have some serious flaws unlike i mean the duke team has some flaws they're just a lot less noticeable and they can still squeeze by and i feel like they would squeeze by in a final two so those are going to be my picks short episode today but um hopefully you have somebody in your final four in your bracket or your team is in still so that's it for today i'll talk to you next time